0: Hey guys, what's going on? G-Man here. Thank you so much for checking out this very special episode of the podcast. We're calling it right now 10 Topics 5 Minutes. I had my buddy Jared Barnes return onto the podcast. You guys might remember him for guest starring on an episode of the Bullpen Cart last season. We, as the name implies, talk a grab bag of 10 topics. We go about 5 minutes in. On each of them, we explain it a lot at the top of the show. Our buddy Mike Sambuco drops in on the last couple topics as we were all gathering to watch the NFC and AFC Championship games. We also try to predict today, Monday's headlines, which given our predictions are something to be heard. It was a lot of fun to record. I'm really excited to hear what you guys think Especially because we're considering adding this as a more permanent fixture on the podcast feed. So let us know what you liked, didn't like, all that good stuff. As always, though, make sure to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. The Bullpen Card on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts, ThunderBLG on Twitter. ThunderBlogSports on Instagram and Facebook, just like the website, ThunderBlogSports.com. But enjoy this episode. Again, let us know what you think. And here we go. Welcome to this special episode of the podcast. We're calling it 10 Topics, 5 Minutes, 10 Topics with Jared. Uh, special bullpen card podcast feed episode. I, of course, am Jordy Cannell, the G Man. Returning to the podcast, I'd like to welcome him back as our good friend, the man from Pittsburgh, Mr. Jared Barnes. Jared, how are you doing?
1: Jordy, it's been since May. It has been since May. It's been a while. Last time we were getting ready for softball. Today we're getting ready for just watching football. Yes. So it's nice to be back. I'm glad we uh, decided to try this out. Yeah. We'll do 10 topics, five minutes. Neither of us are good with counting, so we got a little, little surprise for everybody every five minutes with our alarm, so yeah. I mean, it's going
0: to be fun today. Yeah, so to just get everybody caught up, we, as the name implies, we're going to talk about 10 just grab bag topics, ranging from hockey, baseball... Some, a little football, uh, we're going to get Jared's thoughts on the Steelers, then some, as Jared calls it, the potpourri. Potpourri, an old Jeopardy topic for you,
1: <laughs> as you may. No Sean Connery involved, but
0: yeah. we'll see uh, what it would, happens. It would have been nice. But yes, as Jared mentioned, you're going to hear classic iPhone alarms in the background. That is what's going to be our clue, rather than just the regular ding that you hear on a show like PTI, mm-hmm. you're going to hear a random iPhone sound. Um, And since we are, or Jared is having people over, we are at his apartment recording this before the NFC Championship game gets underway, and he's having more of our friends coming. You might hear somebody come into the background, so if you do hear a hello or how you doing, don't be alarmed.
1: Or the squeak of the door, which is probably what you'll hear mostly, and, you know, the the apartment is settled. Let's put it that way.
0: We are fine. We are fine. But let's jump right into it. The first one we're going to do, a little hockey talk. We're going to start with your Penguins, Jared. What have your thoughts been on the season so far?
1: <sighs> As uh, our friend uh, Phil Bork, my buddy always says, the Penguins." it's been an up-and-down season, and I've come to realize that the I believe the gap for the Penguins is closing, our window. Okay. I'd say two to three years, and then we'll be— I won't say we'll be mediocre, but we'll probably be one of the eight seeds um, going into it. it but for the
0: Flyers are. Yes, yeah.
1: and, and and unfortunately with that— or have been. The fire sucked us we'll it, it, here. It's it's really unfortunate in that regard because there's so much talent. And I think they're coming into that old Canadians mantra of, we have so much talent, we're going to win a cup. No, yeah. Not necessarily. So the last couple nights have been rough. I mean, we're up and down. We're here and there. We're everywhere. Um, the West Coast swing, they had a real nice game against the Ducks. And then the Sharks and MacAndre Fleury last night with the Vegas Golden Knights. Yep. With, and uh, our buddy Revo, Ryan Reeves, Penguins West, um, they took a shellacking to him last night, 7 of 4.
0: Yeah, it was, uh, I mean, it stung for me a little bit, I bet. The Penguins, there were dogs in Vegas. You figured, as you mentioned, that a little bit of a a downswing on the on this West Coast mm-hmm. trip they had a nice win against the Coyotes, which Coyotes are—they're another team that's in, in a precarious position. But good win there. Uh, so you figure ride that wave and see how it's going. And uh, yeah, looked one way; it was four-three Penguins they had a goal waved off. Next next minute, I look—it's five-three Golden Knights, and not a good final. But you're coming back, coming back home. Absolutely. After the break, I think this is their bye week. It is the Flyers' bye week as well, and. Then you go right into, or really, then you go right into the All-Star break. So what? So, do you think they need to be buyers at the deadline? Do you think they need to stand pat? What? What is your thought there?
1: So I will have to say I take a look at what the, the Penguins do every day um, with thanks to the Post-Gazette midday report. And um, I think the Penguins are going to be a buyer of one or two. I think there is going to be a major move. Jim yeah. Rutherford who is the GM of the Penguins, never sits on his hands when it comes to that time of the year. So there's going to be something that happens. He's already traded Carl Hagelin Mm -hmm. away. He traded one of the guys back to the Ducks. Mm -hmm. I think it was Garland. After he came over, now he's back with the Ducks. So we'll see what happens, but I think there's going to be at least one splash.
0: What would you rather see? Another forward for a little more depth, or do you
1: want a defenseman? So we have a lot of defensemen, and we have a lot of young defensemen. I think one of the moves might be Jamie Oleksiak. I think he might get moved. That's a rumor. Our fourth line has been great in the coming weeks. 40-year-old Matt Cullen. Benjamin Button himself is having a great year. He
0: is. He is having a really good year. So
1: I, I think we need something. And Tristan Jari, uh, my namesake, is back down in Wilkes-Barre. Casey DeSmith just got a new three-year deal, so he is the backup to Matt Murray. Okay, moving forward, and I think Matt Murray. One of the things is find that consistency when you had on the, the eight-game win streak before Chicago took us down. Yeah, and we haven't beat Chicago since 2014. So wow! It, yeah. Really? Yep. Oh my God! Ten in a row. That's insane. Yeah. So it's we need more of Matt Murray.
0: Yeah, I mean, looking at his stat line. 14-6-1, GAA of 286. Same percentage, 9-13, not yeah, terrible. Not I mean, it's just, yeah, the inconsistency, that can be tough. I mean, you got someone, though. Exactly. So he was banged up for a bit, too, right? He was. Concussions.
1: Yeah. Yeah. um and, and a lot of people forget about it. A goalie, speaking as one for Broomball, and we'll get to that later, it's a very mental position. It's just okay. like a closer and when his father passed away, that takes a lot out of you. If you have a family member, as, as both of us had throughout yeah. the years, you know that that's a lot of a span that's for a you. Lot. And especially when you're the last bastion of hope, yeah. when somebody's coming at you with vulcanized rubber, yeah. you need to be on your game. Yeah, that could be tough. So as we look into the metro, Jordy, who who would have thunk Barry Trotz? Yeah. with your New York Islanders leading. The Metro, and once again, the Metro, in my opinion, is the best division in hockey. I agree. 60 points for your Islanders. 59 points for the Caps, who are currently losing right now 4-2 to to your Chicago Blackhawks. Then my Columbus, cousins. Real manities,
0: y- y- Chicago Blackhawks. Uh,
1: 59 points for the Columbus Blue Jackets. And then the Penguinis at 58 points, followed by the Carolina Whaler Hurricanes at 49 points, followed by the New York Rangers and that gem man-rocket himself, Hendrick Lundquist. Oh, yeah. Then, bringing up the end of it, I'll let you talk about seven and eight. Yes,
0: yeah, so the Flyers are in seventh after now winning three straight games. Uh, it looked like a week and a half ago they had been in the midst of a what ended up being eight-game losing streak. Uh, they've won four of their last five heading into their break and. Yeah, Jared, it's it's an interesting spot to be in. I've talked about it a lot with Greg, mm-hmm. but it now seems like the trades are going to happen. Mm-hmm. I had said, and it stood pretty pat on it, to see how Scott Gordon did as a new coach, yep. see how Carter Hart's been, and he's been fantastic. Mm-hmm. But you definitely, and now they've started to trade away some assets, so you're probably going to see some of the bigger names, Wayne Simmons specifically, yep. go soon. And there's our buzzer. That's our first timer for topic number one. So that's topic number one. We're going to continue in the NHL and talk stadium series. So we just talked a little bit of Flyers, a little bit of a lot of Penguins, a little bit of Flyers. They are playing in just over a month from today. So two games, eleven days apart. So I originally
1: thought because I can't read that there was going to be three games in Philadelphia this year: Penguins and Flyers. Mm-hmm. Then I took her look at it again, and eleven days apart. First starting on the twelfth. With the game, and then on the 23rd, when we're playing at Lincoln Financial Field. Yep. It'll be my first time to the link. We got a, I think we got some decent seats where we're at. Yeah, I'm uh, excited. It's going to gonna ta- be fun. Take a look
0: at the game. Proceeded by Sixers Blazers, which is, has a near and dear place to our heart, because CJ McCollum. It does, as a matter of fact. And oh. I'm guessing some
1: tailgating. Oh, yeah. I'm not very smart, but there's going it's to gonna be happen. some tailgating. It's so, going to happen. I'm sitting here in my light blue penguins plaque. Practice jersey. Looks like the original Winter Classic Uni. It does. Has Reebok on it. We're not with them anymore. We're at Adidas. Jordy, I cannot tell you how disappointed I am with seeing what the leaks of the
0: Stadium Series jerseys are. So, we're going to include on the show notes blog of what this leaked tweet was of the Flyers. The Penguins haven't dropped one yet, right? Or it hasn't been leaked. No. The Flyers, picture a intramural sports t-shirt that you have you play in a beer league mm-hmm. for whatever sport now instead of whatever the organization is that mm-hmm. printed on the front of it just take the philadelphia flyers logo and spray paint that black on an orange shirt that's what this jersey looks like and then a couple like a stripe where the cuff is i'm not a fan of it i was i'm still not a fan of their the first stadium series jersey the last time when they, they were in pittsburgh that's now their alternate and this is even worse. The only one, the only alternate outdoor jersey of the Flyers I've liked was the Winter Classic jersey when it was at Citizens Bank Park. I, These are terrible. I am
1: so disappointed. If you go through both of our histories, yep, we have so many good jerseys that we could have redone. Yeah. Bring back
0: the Snoop Dogg Gin and Juice Pittsburgh in the diagonal. Yeah, yeah you guys, the Penguins have a lot of really good unis from the, throughout the years. Even bring back the aforementioned 2008 Winter Classic
1: shirt. Or, as we've talked about before, fun fact to the crowd, the Pittsburgh Pirates were the original hockey team in Pittsburgh. Yep. At one point, all of the sports teams in Pittsburgh were the Pirates. Go back to the 80s when they switched over to Mustard Yellow and Black. The mm-hmm. only reason they did was, and the Bruins threw a shit fit, was because the original Pittsburgh Pirates were that color. Yep. The Pittsburgh Pirates left after a terrible season in the 20s and came to Philadelphia... For one year. For one year to become the Quakers. Yep. So, why not put both of those jerseys, yeah. bring them out of retirement? What a cool way to bring the Commonwealth together in hockey. That'd be hockey.
0: really cool. Maybe they're saving that for the, the eventual... I th- it's Beaver still Stadium happen. game? Yeah, Beaver Stadium. I think, especially now that they've used more and more college... Arenas mm-hmm. uh, or stadiums, not even arenas. Yeah. Uh, although I've heard Penn State's barn is pretty, pretty unreal. But Beaver Stadium would be the place to do it. Yeah, I think. I don't know. I mean, the Flyers—they've had their share of bad jerseys. They had the 3D Flyer logo mm-hmm. way back in the day. That was which really was terrible. There was, terrible. No, there was like, no depth like 10, to it. Yeah, yeah, like it was like the same as their orange jersey that they had, you know, in the 90s, the Eric Lindros years, but just a logo popping out at you. But you're right. The Penguins have had a ton of cool ones, the diagonals. I don't know if they want them to match. I know we read an article that said, talk about color rush. So, the Flyers come out in orange orange pants.
1: And we're going to be all yellow. I think, I think what a majority is going to be, it's going to be, from the Flyers that we're looking at now, black logo, burnt orange, not like hunting orange, a little bit darker. Then the Penguins are going to yeah. have the, their logo all yellow. Probably going to be the same damn jersey, or they'll put a diagonal in it, and then it's going to be a black pant with a stripe and then a sock. Yeah, there's going to be no white, which both teams have in their jerseys.
0: I like having color against color jerseys, but yeah, you're right. Like the no white, there's no there's no piping, there's nothing to nothing. accentuate any aspect of it. It looks like you're making it more about the color than the team. Yeah, either, it, and which I just kind of just dunk. I think. At least with the Penguins, they
1: kind of took a, a flare of their Stadium Series jersey. It is their third now with the Pittsburgh yeah. yellow with the with the yellow buckets, which I still think is weird. It looks like you got the golden goal in NHL every time yeah. they're
0: out there. It's I, like, it's what like the Predators do.
1: Yeah, it's it's one of those where I, I'm disappointed in the NHL in this. I mean. Hey, they they got it right this year. Willie O'Ree finally made the Hall of Fame. Yes, the same year as Gary Bettman, which I think is a huge oversight. They shouldn't have done it both in the same year. Yeah, I, it should be more Willie. Yeah, but that's not what we're talking about. Grades D, absolutely a D.
0: I'd go Maybe, a, yeah. I go F. Yeah, I really hate it. I mean, I the Flyers have had very similar jerseys throughout their history, mm-hmm. and uh, you got to go unique if you are them. You yeah. can't go this vanilla stuff.
1: No, so.
0: Speaking of the Hall of Fame. Talk to me. We're going to jump over to baseball. All right, let me. And we're going to start with the baseball Hall of Fame.
1: All right. See, you're getting a preview. We got to yeah, make a little this a preview play. of what it is. Let her. The baseball
0: Hall of Fame. Hit it, Jordy. The 2019 class, I believe is being announced later this week, Jared. And there are a lot of great names on the ballot.
1: Talk to me, Jordy.
0: We got Mariano Rivera really leading the way in, in terms of big names. The late great Roy Halliday, also on this list. It seems like he's going to get in. There's a lot of different guys from the steroid era. There's been a number of ballots that have been released. About 48. Barry Bonds is getting up there. Roger Clemens is getting up there. It seems like Kurt Schilling's getting close, which not a steroid guy, but a lot of his post-baseball as an analyst oh, antics have really. Kind of dampened his chances, but he's getting close according to a lot of these numbers. Jared, who do you a who do you think is going to get in, or who do you and who do you want to get in? So
1: you're you're taking a look here, and and all right, we'll say you know we'll take a look at all
0: your your normal
1: Mo Mo Rivera. Yep, easy
0: lock, easy. I mean the outright a hundred. 100% Yep. 100% was on the most recent number that was thrown out there.
1: Doc, in his career, as we're going through, re- irregardless of what unfortunately happened to him and being a, a posthumous in- induction, I think Doc will get in. I'm not sure if he'll get in this year, mm-hmm. but Doc will definitely get in. Todd Helton, absolutely. Oh, 1,000%. I mean, geez, as a first baseman
0: myself, yeah, man's a stud. So Todd Helton currently, about 49% of the ballots are known. He only has... 18% I think he eventually gets in, Yeah, but with the murderer's row of guys. So here's an update. I just pulled it up. Please. 49% of the ballots are known. Okay. We have two days until the official announcement. Okay. Mario Rivera is 100%. Absolutely. Roy Halladay 92 Okay. Edgar Martinez at 90 I and would. Mike uh, Mussina oh. at 81%. The moose. Absolutely. I yeah. mean, his career
1: with both, you know, you, you look at Mussina... He had a great career with the Yankees, but a lot yeah. of people forget he was an O. Yep. And Ostros and Natty Bowes, I mean, yep. y- you can't you can't forget that and he had great years in Baltimore. So Absolutely. I think I think that's a great one. I, I also look at too Andy Pettit, quite possibly, another forty six like myself. Yeah. Um I don't know if this is the year for him, but then there's somebody that I look at that is just shocking. He's still not in. The crime dog, Fred McGriff.
0: Yeah, he's been all over the place. Yeah. I think he got close three or four years ago. Mm-hmm. Right now, it looks like he's at thirty-five percent of the yep. vote. So it is tough to not see him get in. I guess I don't. What, what do you think it is that that's been holding him back or holding voters <sighs> back? Just those brave teams were stacked. Yeah, and
1: and they truly. You you look. It's that time in our lives where all our dads' players yeah. that they watched growing up are getting there like Larry Walker,
0: Omar Vizcal.
1: How are these guys not in the Hall of Fame? No. They're
0: the ones where we're looking at their highlights. I'm surprised. So Scott Rowland's there at 20%. Manny Ramirez is about 25 mm-hmm. Yeah, Omar Vizcal is less than 40%, which is shocking. Then it's a big jump to Larry Walker. Yep. But guys like Gary Sheffield's not up there. Lance Berkman and Roy Oswald. I think the whole Astros they, starting lineup's going to get in soon. Well, right right now, Berkman and Oswald only have 1% of the vote. Wow. You need 5 to stay on the ballot. So they would be out. Same with Michael Young, which that makes sense. I don't think he's a Hall of Famer. Uh, Andrew Jones is 8, 8.5%, which is weird to me for one reason. He was dominant when he was on yep. the Braves. After he left the Braves, he really uh, took a nosedive. Absolutely. When he was on the Dodgers, real yeah, weird. Yeah, it, 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 it just wasn't thing. a fit for him. But then yeah.
1: if you look at it here, we'll, we'll go down the line of these are the likely one and duns. Rick Ankeel.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, 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 he had one good year as a, yeah. pl- as a batter and definite steroid guy. He was named, oh. he was named in the in the Mitchell Report. Yep. Uh, he just said the big name because he was a pitcher and then became and a then hitter Al and he had filter. a good year. He yeah. did. He absolutely did. Freddie Garcia. Yep. Zero percent of the vote.
1: Jason Bay. I, yeah, yeah, I nah, did not know. He's not in. Uh, Travis Hafner. Travis Hafner. You know, I I'm mean,
2: okay with him being. He is zero okay right with, now.
1: Yeah, he's zero. But I'm good with it. Ted Lilly. I remember when he pitched Ted for the Cubs.
0: Oh my god. He, he, had, was, he was a good. He was a good fantasy roto player. <sighs>
1: He had a great 6-12. Derek Lowe
0: is 0% of the vote right now.
1: Juan Pierre.
0: Also 0%. Juan
1: Pierre. I mean, other than him being in a rap song, Juan Pierre was just
0: awesome. He was a great outfielder. The journeyman. Oh, absolutely. Vernon Wells, Kevin Uckel is 0%. Miguel Tejada has 1%. Placido. Placido Polanco. Nothing even with the flow, no bump. I, I don't know if he gets that. And the Yuka. Yeah, Yuka was zero. Uh,
1: Even the slide rule with the hands won't He wasn't
0: dominant for long enough, but we digress. Yikes. Yikes, Staying in baseball, we're going to go back to Pittsburgh. Jared, your Pirates have had an interesting last couple years. What are your thoughts on what they've been doing in the offseason? What are your thoughts going into 2019? So,
1: we are a young team. And and that's one of the things where I'll be quite honest. I've gotten into the Pirates more since they've gotten better. Mm -hmm. Um. I think if we really take a look at it, this year needs to be the year of Chris Archer. Yes. And everybody gave him shit for coming over and really not doing it, real well. But you well, get it was ch- a weird deal. It was it a happened, very weird deal. Because
0: the Pirates were on the, uh, were on the fringe, and good for them for going for it when yep. they had the opportunity. But I agree with you. It's definitely a – you need him to be that classic mm-hmm. Pirates player you know, in those teams before they – when they saw the, the under 500 years of uh, they were dominant and then yep. they end up getting moved. I don't know if he gets moved this year or not because I think you're on the upswing. Well, I think we are too. Yeah. And I mean, Corey Dickerson, look at his season yeah. last year. Like, whoa, where'd that, that come That was from? a steal. Well, he had a really good year two years ago for Tampa Bay. Yep. He was close mm-hmm. to leading the American League in batting, but that was a steal for the Pirates to get him. And I think that's another, it's another great piece. And I think where you guys are going, mm-hmm. I think, especially because it seems like Seems like the Cubs are still going to be good for a while, mm-hmm. but as they have to start paying more and more guys, granted they have the money, to absolutely. Do it, but it seems like that once guys start testing free agency, it seems more and more difficult for them to hold on to where they're at with their with their players.
1: I agree, and I think you know we're, we're, I'm taking a look at an article right now. You know who's the next star? Uh, they're saying Starling Marte. I'll tell you what. Starlin Marte I'm I'm, you're not out, you're not him? I'm in but get off the juice yeah okay don't be on the juice man yeah. we, we need you in the lineup yeah. um you know Coffee Black himself you know coming in you know we have a great
0: outfield you do have a really good outfield Howard- Harry Polanco you got I, I didn't realize you guys had Adam Fraser, Josh yep. Bell yep Francisco Cervelli Cervelli who
1: who catcher I have heard the Phillies might be interested
0: in him That'd be interesting. It'd be an interesting mentorship to Jorge Alfaro. Absolutely,
1: and I think that's why because you have a guy that's there who great with the Yankees. I mean, the Yankees and the Pirates have been odd bedfellows the past couple of years with that's a really good point. and he came over. He's been great, and you know we traded Jason Bay there. I
0: he went to the Red Sox. Oh, he went to the Sox first. Yeah. I thought we then he went to there. the Mets afterwards. Ah, that's yeah. right.
1: You know, and we have a Jamison Tyon. I mean, he has... I'm a big to, fan of him. He's great. Um, Sleeper
0: keeper. Oh, absolutely. For me, at least, in my, in my leagues.
1: I just I just think we need to have that guy that's going to be excitement Yeah. with there. But I think the biggest upset with the Pirates is coming here. It's Steve Blass' last year as an announcer for the Pirates. Okay. He's going to stay involved with the club. Uh, Steve Blass, former pitcher for the Pirates. Yeah, yeah,
0: give us us the the lowdown on this guy. Play-by-play,
1: won a World Series with him, just a great guy. And you're really starting to see the turnover from that because you you also had as well, um, oh, why am I blanking on his name right now? He was a sidewinder. He played for We Are Family. Um, oh, Kent DeKalvie. Kent okay. DeCalvey also I was say retired. Doc Not Doc, no, no no, Doc no, Ellis. Uh... No, 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 LSD. Yeah. No, Kent DeKalvie <laughs> with with his career as well. I mean, it, you have all these good announcers slowly but surely coming off right now, and they're they're keeping with the team. So moving forward, I think that's probably going to be my biggest loss for the year for the Pirates. I, they're probably at, I'd be comfortable with saying seventy wins. Okay, for the Pirates, seventy to seventy-five.
0: Let mean, let's look at what their over/under is because that's a that's a fa- that's a fair fair bet there. I mean, what would be your keys if they're going to go between seventy to seventy-five? What's number J- one? J. Bell. J. Okay. Bell
1: has to have a breakout season as a first baseman. He started to have one last year, but he's the young guy in town. Uh, I mean, if he can really get through it, and then our outfielder needs outfield needs to stay consistent and okay. in the lineup.
0: So they're set at seventy eight and a half. You would take the under on them. I would take
1: the under on them because okay. it's just Chris Archer needs to be a part of that. Yeah, and if he if he really has a great season, I can see that. But I'm going to say seventy to seventy five.
0: Does their bullpen affect that too?
1: I'd say a little bit because yeah. it's it's so inconsistent. Because who's our closer? That's fair. You know, it's we don't question. have one. Yeah, yeah, and that's a thing.
0: Yeah. How about your fills? What's going on with the fills? So the Phillies are in in. I think a good position, regardless of how free agency goes, and we're mm-hmm. going to jump on that in a few minutes. Yep. But the Phil's have, you know, they, they had a good team last year. They were leading the division mm-hmm. on July 31st mm-hmm. on the trade deadline. They added some guys. Mm-hmm. Some of them worked out Wilson Ramos. Mm-hmm. Some of them didn't really work out. Justin Bohr, mm-hmm. uh, Jose Bautista to a certain degree. Mm hmm. But really, the youth just got to them last yeah. year. I think they're in a really good spot. Again, regardless if they get Harper, Machado, anyone else that's on the market, which the outfield market is yeah. getting very scarce. So mm-hmm. it's becoming Harper or Bust, basically, if you're mm-hmm. going to get him. Um, but their outfield still is fine. You got Kutch yep. in the in the off season, so which, you have him.
1: I think Kutch is going to be a great addition.
0: I think so, too. We talked about mentorship with Jorge Alfaro. Mm-hmm. I think that's a great mentorship to any one of the outfielders that you could stick him either platooning with or he starts the year and you know then moves to a platoon role or he just stays the starter and probably left field have either Roman Quinn or O'Double Herrera in mm-hmm. center, maybe platoon them, have Nick Williams in right if mm-hmm. you don't have Bryce Harper, because Nick Williams can rake the ball. And especially if you're gonna especially against a righty, because not the best against left handers. But the infield now that you have Reese Hoskins moving back, I mm-hmm. think that's awesome. Yep. You could tell Kind of like what almost happened with Dar- or what did happen with Darren Ruff almost happened to Reese. Thankfully, yep. he still had a decent offensive year. The rest of their infield, though, you now have you now have Segura at shortstop. You still have Cesar, which good on the Phillies of really standing pat on, yep. on him because they could have traded him away, try to get some more prospects for a second baseman, um, or try to you know put it all on Scott Kingery. Which that experiment with him at shortstop last year was. It didn't work. So we'll see what he does coming off the bench this year. Figure out if you want to move Kingery to third yep. and platoon him with Franco or what Franco does because he's a roller coaster. He's a, a literal sign curve when it comes yep. throughout the year. Uh, then we mentioned Alfaro. And then the starting to pitching rotation. I think that's that's really the X factor there. I think Nola's going to have another good year. Mm-hmm. Arietta, it's going to be a lot on him. Yep. But then it really depends on what they have with Ikoff coming back from basically a year off. You have Pavetta, mm-hmm. then you got my boy, Eflin Mania, Zach Eflin, and then hopefully that means you move Vince Velasquez to the bullpen. And you got David Robertson now. Yeah, is either
1: moving into free agency a little bit? Yeah. Right?
0: So yeah, you have him as the setup man or the closer. He's closed a little bit as well. Mm-hmm. You have Sir Anthony Dominguez uh, as well. The Phillies. Gabe Capua doesn't like to doesn't like to put labels on the bullpen guys. You had that a little bit last year.
1: Heard this the other day. What's your thought on an opener? Not a starter, but We're, an opener.
0: Yeah, so we talked about this. So this was a, a prominent topic last year on the bullpen card. Of yeah. Whether or not, what, how well this would be, this would set into baseball. It depends, A, it depends on who the Phillies are playing, if they're going to actually try to use this. And I, I don't think Robertson's that. I certainly mm-hmm. don't think Sir Anthony Dominguez is that. So who would it be then if you're going to do Velasquez for an inning and then decide, all right, we're going to do Velasquez, and then we're going to put Jared Eickhoff in in the third inning uh, once we get into the seven, eight, nine guys. But then the weird thing about the opener is that they still eventually have to face the top of the order. That's the point of having the opener is to get through the first Mm -hmm. four or five guys. And you still have to eventually uh, face them, and if – it's something where they're not getting into the rhythm. That's sort of the thought is that by the time that the the top of the order comes back in, that they're in a rhythm, they're younger, and they have all this. It's such a weird concept, and it's been – it worked for the Rays to a certain extent. I mean, they nearly made the playoffs. Greg and I had Rays Watch 2018 yeah. for a while. But, I mean, I think with – if you have guys that have been – now that this is another year that these guys have been on the staff, and to just all of a sudden uproot them – as starters, to use this opener strategy, especially if you're burning a bullpen spot with how much Gabe likes to go to the pen, yep. I just think that's a weird, weird thing to do.
1: Yeah, I mean, it would have to. I don't know, man. I'm I'm very much a purist, so the analytics, you're the you're the numbers guy. I'm still trying to figure it out half the time. I don't. Yeah. Know, I just. I don't like the fact of we're going to use this guy and then you're going to lose an arm in the bullpen. Exactly. What if the game goes 20 innings?
0: Yeah. It's a weird, it's weird conceptually. And it's a, it's, you're running a lot of risk.
1: Great on paper, bad in practice.
0: Yeah. There, there's a lot of num- like in the numbers about the first inning and whatnot, but yeah, in, in practice, I think you're going to see it as more of what the overshift had been. And I don't think it's going to get to where, where the overshift is now. Yeah. Um, in terms of baseball. Perfect timing there.
1: That actually, that absolutely was. And I still I, I'm still cannot believe they were talking about eliminating the shift.
0: Yeah. It, it, like, that's I, absurd. That's, that's another topic for another my time. my gosh. That's another topic for another Mike Schmidt had a great response to it. But so, let's let's move to free agency, Jared. Oh. We got obviously the big two names Bryce Harper yep. and Manny Machado. Yep. Still a number of other names out there, a lot of pitchers, a lot of starters. Yep. And also the talk about potentially, you know, what is this going to do? And should a player's strike happen? Well, let's, let's not go to the negatives. Let's talk Ooh. about guys that are still out there. Let's start with Harper. Yep. Kind of still building off the Phillies. There's a lot of talk about Gabe and Bryce. Could, a, could a bromance form if he comes here? So, Gabe, I was talking about how beautifully
1: uh, Bryce was presenting. Oh, yeah. When they had a meeting together. And Gabe the babe, baby. That man... If you've seen the Kentucky Fried Chicken commercials with the Golden Colonel and I can't think of that actor's name where he just has a golden bronze tan. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know who that is either. Gabe was in this gray sweater and then a like the same color blazer over top of it. And I'm Gabe like
0: the babe.
1: Whoa. And he's talking about how, you know, Bryce is a foodie. Yeah. And you know, we talked about food. This is the same man, mind you, that's Takes ice cream, swishes it in his mouth, and spits it out so he doesn't get the calories. Like a wine taster. Like an ice cream spitter. Yeah. So, I think that Bryce and Gabe would hit it off. I also think Bryce would be the modern-day Pete Rose for the Phillies, in my opinion, with his fire. Yeah. Not a degenerate like Pete Rose. Yeah, he's a Mormon. Because he's He's a a Mormon and he doesn't drink or caffeine, or which still blows my mind, or drink beer like us. Yeah. Yeah, I know. However... Ironic being from Sin City. Oh, you're telling me. So, I, th- I think it's really one of those where Bryce, number one, Manny Machado, I I, I wish we got paid, I'd be happy with $100,000 a year yeah. to play a kid's game. And oh, yeah. to to look at now with Scott Boris, you know, we're going to wait because there's more offers out there. Yeah. First off, this, throwing rumors out there by agents, I've never been a fan of it. Oh, yeah. I think it's a lot of BS.
0: Yeah. It is all BS. It, by the oh, way. it absolutely I, is. From a number of different people that I've that you know I've spoken to, Jordy at, has at, insiders. Well, family connection of <laughs> yes. at, on one organization that it's all BS. Don't yeah, buy just, any. It's all for. It's all to stir the pot. But yeah, the Boris, I mean, we saw last year with Arietta of it's a waiting game and let's see what happens. Uh, it's all ridiculous. But talking about your pitchers, thoughts on Dallas Keuchel. I'm not sure if I'd like having Dallas mm-hmm. Kike. It's another fun and on paper. Yep. Not sure how it works in practice. Yep. Cause it could be I mean, it's it's a weird spot to be in of having him. Cause he's I mean, he's had great years, mm-hmm. but he's also with being this out of the spotlight, has he been as dominant? Yeah. Can he stay that way? He's getting up there. I don't know. I I would avoid him if I'm the Phillies, if I'm, you know, mm-hmm. if I'm another team, especially because if you're putting him back into the spotlight, I don't know how that changes the dynamic. So then the next one is Craig Krimbrall. Avoid K- Craig Kimball Uh Kim- He's, I mean, you saw in the playoffs of how inconsistent he could be. It was a very up and down relationship with Red Sox fans, uh, just in seeing how shaky yeah. he had been. That's one, I mean, especially now as a Phillies fan, them having David Robertson. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you want maybe you want a middle reliever. You now have a nice one-two punch in the back end. Um, I mean, if you need, if it's not the worst thing, you know, Cody Allen's now gone. He's with the Angels mm-hmm. of all teams. I thought they didn't have any more money because they paid Albert Pujols an ass ton of money yep. eight years ago. Uh, he's not uh, a machine. He's Albert. Yeah, I just I'm just Albert. Yes, I oh, know. I combined the OV commercial too. Uh, I am the Russian spy. I am just Alex. Yes, pretty much. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I. There's a lot, I'm looking through the free agent list on ESPN. There's still a lot of guys yeah. who haven't been signed. And thankfully, a lot of the relievers that are out there are former Phillies relievers that they traded away. Yep. So, Jake Diekman, glad glad uh, we're not re-signing you. Even though he was okay with the Rangers when he went over with Cole Hamels. So, in
1: our last 40 seconds here, Trout Watch.
0: Yeah. What do you think? It doesn't surprise me that the Phillies have been making every move... With the bigger prize on, the mo- on mind. Mm-hmm. Do the good friends with Carson Wentz. Mm-hmm. Loves Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. From Jersey. Can him and Bryce get along in the outfield? That is a very interesting question. Because Kutch mean, would probably move. Yeah, I think Kutch is playing left field, yep. no matter what. So yep. Trout, play, Trout, mm-hmm. there's a place in center field for Mike Trout uh-huh. to go to. Uh-huh. So, I mean, there's a spot and if they have, I mean, they have Comcast Mountain money to go spend on him, so... Uh-huh. That's it's gonna be fun if they get Mike Trout. I could just imagine like Carson just like almost sitting. He'd be sitting in the players' live section just by himself. <laughs> it's nice, like Heidi Hamels. Yeah, you know, it's it's nice. It's nice. But let's let's move over. We've covered a couple things on mm-hmm. on Hall of Fame, Phillies, Pirates, free agency. The one the one last one on baseball, Jared, mm-hmm. is I want to read you. Some minor league name changes. I know you love the minor leagues, and
1: I haven't heard these yet. And you so, haven't heard these. So uh, these, these are this live. real
0: time. These are live reactions. I presented this topic to Jared. and He's like, "I know nothing about what's going on this year." So, see, so we're gonna have some live reactions. So, number of teams change affiliations. That's nothing new. You have things like the Mets taking over the the Syracuse Chiefs and now changing their name to the Syracuse Mets. The uh, Mets, okay. tri- former AAA team, though, Jared. Was a team called the Las Vegas Fifty Ones. Ah, yes. Alien theme. They are now the Oakland A's affiliate, and they're now the Las Vegas Aviators. Uh, Could have done better. Yeah, let's get a grade. We're, I'm going to ask you to grade each name. Las
1: Vegas Aviators.
0: That's a C. That's okay.
1: just that's bland. Yeah. Bland.
0: All right. So we're going to get into some more of the, some more of the interesting ones. All right. So. We have a couple different changes. One team is staying as the Milwaukee Brewers or I guess they're moving from the Milwaukee or from San Diego in AA. The San, the San Antonio Missions, mm-hmm. they're staying the San Antonio Missions, but they're now a Triple A team okay. for the Milwaukee Brewers. All right. Replacing them as the Milwaukee Brewers or I guess replacing this team in Colorado Springs. Is the Rocky instead of being the Colorado Springs Sky Sox, they are now the Rocky Mountain Vibes.
1: Rocky Mountain Vibes. Yes. All right. Is there a 420 theme with this? There might be. I don't have logos. I would rather go with the Rocky Mountain Oysters, which are bull balls. Yes. Uh, that would. That was that a
0: former stadium snack.
1: Th- that would have been better. Yeah. Um. Once again, not not doing it for me. We're okay. gonna we'll go we'll go C plus.
0: Okay. Good vibes, but. So replacing the San Antonio Missions... Were in... they sponsored by the Tortilla Company, Mission Tortilla? They might be. They might have it. They might be, yeah. Replacing them in the Texas League in AA for the San Diego Padres, their AA team moves to Amarillo, Texas. Mm. They are the Amarillo Sod Poodles. <laughs> Jared, Jared is... Next question.
1: I, Jordan, I can't, even, I can't even dignify that series. It's oh. like
0: the Rumble Ponies. Yeah. Well, it's the a- Rumble Ponies has a, has a reason for it. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Jesus. That's the
0: Binghamton Rumble Ponies named for the Binghamton, oh. New York, having the most merry-go-rounds per capita. Oh, God. Next team oh, we got God. here in the Carolina League. The Thanks. Houston Astros moved from Blues Creek, North Carolina, to Fayetteville, North Carolina. All right. Go from the Blues Creek Astros to the Fayetteville Woodpeckers.
1: I hope Woody Woodpecker is somehow involved. Copyright okay. infringement and all. Okay. But that's, is, is or is the Woodpecker like something down there in Fayetteville? It might be. It might be. Uh, it might I, be. Uh, once again,
0: not doing it for me. All right, so the last one. And I, this is one that I'm very excited for, and I thought they were going to be a team. This it would be new in 2019. Apparently it's going to be changed for the 2020 season. The Mobile Bay Bears are changing their name they're moving, actually, from Mobile, Alabama to now, Madison,
1: Alabama. Before you, Bear, like the elephant, like from India, Bay Bear?
0: No, 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 no. Oh, okay. Bay Bear. Oh, Two oh. words that are mashed into one.
1: B-A-E Bear? Like like a Jer Bear?
0: <laughs> no? Okay. Lady, ladies! Uh, they're changing their name and moving to Madison, Alabama. All right. Which I guess is nicknamed the Rocket City because they are now your Rocket City Trash Pandas. Instead of rocket raccoon i guess rocket city trash pandas they should just be named the red rockets for yeah, all that news. might as well she, have you ever
1: heard what is that
0: i've heard a trash panda yes, I've, never, I've never heard, yes, heard that. Yes. I, yes i saw this nickname change why
1: aren't they the bandits yeah,
0: they because could be.
1: raccoons they yeah. call them bandits because they got the little like like the Hamburglar
0: yeah. got it over the eyes maybe the tennessee smokies are going to change their Not name to the, to the tennessee smoky and the bandits and their Ooh. logo's a car.
1: I like that. The Tra- nice Trans Am for you. I, Except,
0: I don't think any of that movie takes place in Tennessee. No, though. it doesn't. Yeah. Um, R.I.P. Burt Reynolds. Yeah. Last oh, man. Year. Yeah, oh. That's, it's... Talk about a man rocket. Ooh. Real legend. Man. A coxman.
1: I, I am... I'm disappointed. I'm very disappointed. Yeah. You're, I, not, mean, you're not happy with some of these? N- no. No, I'm I not. I like the trash pants. So, that's interesting. Uh, I'm so upset. I, I, as, as you keep talking about this, I'm going to go grab us new beers because I can't deal with this list okay. right now. At all, I, I, Jordy. I, I think it's. I don't even want to use the last ten seconds on this because I'm just, I'm just, just burn it out. You know what? Rattle meter. I'm rattled.
0: R- I'm, the r- rattle meter is I'm, full. I'm, I'm rattled. The rattle meter is full. Absolutely rattled on that one. All right. I'm Absolutely. gonna move. I'm gonna move it along while you get us some new beers. Because Jared, we are gonna talk a little basketball. uh Oh. Yesterday, Saturday afternoon, if you did not catch this game, the Sixers Rockets game was insane. The Sixers and Rock, or the Sixers and, and, excuse me, the Sixers play the Rockets tomorrow. I have their schedule in front of me. Sixers and Thunder. The Sixers and Thunder have had one of the more interesting rivalries, and I've used that very loosely here. Mainly Russell Westbrook and Joel Embiid have had their tiffs. Of course, a couple years ago, the Thunder were in Philadelphia for opening night. And there was the Philadelphia fan giving the double bird to Russ, and Russ, I think, really wanted to give him the double bird back. But and he might have. Russell Westbrook's a crazy enough person to do it.
1: Now, can I go as far to say with the rivalry between them and the Sixers, we're talking about, like, Wednesday night rivalry on NHL, where it's, like, one where yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. like, half-assed manufactured. It's
0: a, yeah, it's a, it's a manufactured – at least, though, there's bad blood. Yes. And – Russ has had, you know, the moment's waving goodbye at the Wells Fargo Center. Yep. So they returned yesterday. Obviously, different conferences, so they only play twice a year. The Sixers have lost now blowing yesterday's uh result because you now know because you probably know that's already. They lost on a Paul George 3, mm-hmm. but that was just the tip of the iceberg in this game. It started with Russell Westbrook going down trying to get a layup, yep. trying to cross over and as Joel Embiid goes Whoop. to block him. Yep. Russ gets manhandled, falls over, mm-hmm. looks like he's dead, lays there for a couple minutes. Joel's like, hey, man, you all right. Like, it's very obvious, Joel, nothing dirty, wasn't, try- wasn't even really trying to, like, throw him down. Um, Russ gets up and tries to charge an Embiid. He does. No call on a, on a technical foul. Russ gets two free throws, makes them both. Russ ends up fouling out of the game. The score goes back and forth. Jimmy Butler nails a three. Paul George ends up nailing the one to win. Mm-hmm. There were some no calls here, but I mean, Jim Jackson, no call, no call, no, no call! call. It was an absolutely insane game. Now, Jared, as a non-basketball fan mm-hmm. that watches basketball, what were your thoughts on this? So
1: I, I was. I've never liked Russ. Yep. He looks like Ducky from Land Before Time.
0: <laughs> oh, my God.
1: <laughs> and I mean that in the most loving way. Um, outfits are a little, little, little much for me. More conservative end, but I do wear a nice three-piece every once in a while. I'm sitting here on the edge of my seat watching this because it was just a great end of that game. I look at Jimmy Butler steal, man. Boom. Over oh, us. Oh, yeah. Over big man. I forgot to mention that. Yeah. Boom. That Steven was Adams. As have you Steven, S-
0: Steven Adams' headshot? Oh, she looks like he's staring into your soul.
1: He absolutely does. Uh, and one of our buddies, Mike Sambuco, is coming over, and we were on there with Seth Siefeler. He was on our little. We were going back and forth on our little text chain here for our, the PSL team, going off on this, yes. and it was a great end of the game. I saw JoJo take him down. I thought he died. I thought it was a soccer match. Yep. Um, the way he was just being roughed up. So I can say one of the things that. Oh, man, it's just it's just one of those where it was a great end of the game. Um, but Jordy, I'm just going to use the word from our favorite movie, Major League. He has no marbles.
0: Yeah, no cojones. No cojones. Ben Who Simmons. You're ta- saying. There you go. Yeah. Talk to me about that a little bit. Yeah. So Ben Simmons, Jared immediately texts us at the end of this game because because the not Sixers knowing have a what shot. the
1: fuck I'm talking about the with basketball. Have
0: a shot to tie the game or to t- or to go for the win. Ben Simmons dumps the ball off J- Jimmy Butler, who scored the last billion points for the Sixers. He
1: was not singled. He was double-teamed. He, he was passed double-teamed. it
0: right into a double-team. He was double-teamed, and it was very clearly a drawn-up play that way. Um, so Ben dumps it. He could have gotten some sort of open lane to try to drive yep. in, tie the game in front of his, his bae, Kendall Jenner, who was mm-hmm. at the game.
1: Oh, she was. Yeah, she that was. was. She, oh. Yeah, yeah, might be on the
0: bench. You can tell her and Ben's sister are friends, so good for you, Ben. You don't have to worry about your family hating your girlfriend. I'm thinking of the Freaky Friday song as soon as you oh, drive. like yeah. at the end of the game. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, man. Leave little Vicky. Be. Leave that be. Anyway, so Ben, Jared asked, why did he dump it off? And Ben, A, think, doesn't have a jump shot. I think my exact words is, he needs some balls. Yes, they were, as we were explaining why. Because Ben doesn't have the jumper. Mm-hmm. He's not taking that jumper. You could argue he could, he makes that drive. And he's been more aggressive this year. As I was corrected when I said he does not like to drive. I was corrected by the great third and girl. Mm-hmm. But that he's been more aggressive this year. But still, the drive and the lack of, that he does drive, he's been much more pass first, is, you know, it's, it, it it is a... Lack of cojones situation. I'm wondering too why wasn't JJ Redick closer as well, especially if Jimmy's drawing somebody off. I guess you could I probably was. I need to relook the play, but might have been the guy that was on Ben of who got who got pulled. But a wild game. Sixers host the Thunder tomorrow night. I or they played the Thunder. They host the Rockets. I keep screwing this up. It should be a fun time. We'll be there. Watch it on Instagram. I, I'll just leave it at this. If you want to be the superstar,
1: you should be the one that has the puck on your stick, 3-2, two, two outs, ninth inning, you're the last batter. Yep. You should be the pitcher that wants to throw that last strike. You it's should be the guy that wants to hit the jumper or take that hard It's foul. what a lot of
0: people criticize LeBron for for a while, that he wasn't the, that guy in the fourth quarter. I,
1: I, I just don't know, Jordy. I, I, I was very disappointed in that as much as I don't know about basketball.
0: Dude, you are going to be the man. Yep. So, because we're because this is dropping after mm-hmm. the NFC and AFC Championship games will have been played, and you will know who, who has won, and we'll cover that in a bit. I did want to talk a little football with oh, you, Jared, I, because I. we have you as, as Mr. Pittsburgh. I want to know your thoughts on this year of the 2018 Steelers, and what do you think— <sighs> They're going to do going forward.
1: Man, I'll t- I tell you what. I think, you know, Ben's been extended. hmm I think they're trying to see what they can do for an offseason, maybe sign somebody. Yep. This can this isn't a hot take because it's the truth. The Roonies don't fuck around. No. Nope. The Roonies do not deal with bullshit. And Le'Veon Bell, his whole saga, you are good, dude. You are excellent. You got the ghost foot. Everything going for you. Yep. You're a running back. You're not getting paid and you're not going to start and get that running back money. Yep. Because you're fragile. Yep. You get beat on. Then, Antonio. The hippo. Antonio Brad. Very disappointing. Mm-hmm. And, and, and this And this also does go back to Ben Roethlisberger being a diva in the locker room as well. Mm-hmm. Omar Epps has lost the team, aka Mike Tomlin. Oh, I
0: think he's more Will I
1: Am. I, he looks exactly like Omar. Epps. Okay, all right, absolutely. We'll, all right. We'll,
0: we'll put it up on the blog. Yeah, we'll put it up as a as yeah. A, we'll, as a vote. we'll put it
1: up on the Instagram. Go vote. As much as people complain, and my dad talks about it all the time. He's a Saints fan, but he'll talk about the Steelers. It's it's a weird deal. Interesting. Tomlin hasn't lost the team in the sense that the team doesn't like him. Tomlin has lost the team in the sense of. The Roonies have lost the team. Yeah. And, and, and there's never been this drama centered around the team. Mm-hmm. I'm worried about my buddy Jesse James getting resigned, which I don't think is going to happen. Mm. I think he, so. You're going to lose Jesse James after his contract's up.
0: You didn't like the the dual tight end ball oh, that they did this year. I love it, but yeah. Vance
1: McDonald's a stud, and they yeah. really weren't doing much with Jesse in in the background. Yeah, he still caught that ball, as my shirt says, <laughs> as Jordy has benefited from in this in the Super Bowl. I just think the whole Antonio situation, which today he says it's not a goodbye Pittsburgh, but he pretty much said goodbye. Jerry Rice wants him to come and be a Forty Nine er. Can you imagine that though? Him and Jimmy G wouldn't be bad. Wouldn't be bad. And it's watch out, ladies of the Bay Area. Oh my lord. Yeah. Jordy, I'm just I'm just upset. It has come to this. Mm-hmm. I'm upset with the fact of you can't get along, you can't play, you can't do this, you can't do that. Dude, just come to practice because we would have made the playoffs if you weren't fucking around in New Orleans. Yep, That's what I'm going to leave it at. All right. And I was I was getting wine drunk that night wearing my Jesse James jersey, and I remember standing up going, well, that's the season. What's for dinner? <laughs> I had gotten off the road. I was yeah. on the road for five and a half hours. Yeah. Got there, put a nice wine in, and that's what oh, yeah. I mean The, the biggest Sheesh. thing of the year is Ryan Shazier. He's deadlifting, folks. This man shouldn't be walking. Nope. He's, I don't think he'll come back as a player, but he'll be a coach. He'd be a great coach. And Joey Porter's gone, too.
0: Oh, is he gone? Joey Porter's yeah.
1: gone as well. So,
0: What's going on with the Ogles? Yeah, so the Eagles, uh, yeah, so they, you know... Big rumors, Big Dick Nick's at Jacksonville. Really? Yay. Yeah. Which I don't think Matt and I really touched on, so a little bonus Eagles content for you guys here. So what's happening to our boy down there in Jacksonville? Who, Blake Bortles? Yeah. The boat? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it does not seem... Like, I mean, he'd been benched for a bit for Cody Kessler. I think Blake Bortles is, is riding off into the sunset of uh, backup afterlife, mm. backup purgatory, whatever you want to call it. When Nick came out of... Backup Purgatory. Yeah. So, solid, solid player there in that sense. And yeah, I think, I mean, it'd be really interesting to see what happens with them. And, you know, in terms of what they should do in the offseason, it'll be really interesting to see how they draft. I don't know what free agents they might go after Mm -hmm. because you can, I mean, they were so banged up in the secondary that, you know, you have to Mm -hmm. almost let the, the guys who were banged up compete back for their spots. You don't want to go too crazy and trying to to replace there maybe we get another running back depends on who yeah. who continues and who returns. Number to one form. thing the Eagles need in the offseason. I would say and we'll bring
1: in special guest Mike Sambuco yeah. who just came in. He's going to be on the pod here once yeah, he, he, can gets, he gets
0: Yeah, jump in. I he de- gets de-dressed. I probably I probably say a running back. All right. Or, I mean you have Jay Ajayi, but still I'd probably say a running back. It's
1: okay, I could see that. I, I think for the Steelers we have Juju. Yeah. But I our secondary blew this year.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean we could have Joe Hayden all we want in a secondary.
0: No. But maybe second- say another corner, maybe. Yeah. As I, we end up. So Mike Mike, what, Mike, one one thing the Eagles need to do, number one thing in the offseason.
2: So I'm a big fan of shoring up the offensive and defensive lines. Ah, I like that as well. It really just depends on how much of a focus you need to go on the offensive line, depending on what you do with Peters and if Kelsey okay. does, yeah. actually retire.
0: I like that. Yeah, actually, that's a really good point. If Jason Kelsey retires, yeah, okay, definitely need to. Oh my God, what a goal! Uh, th- this, this this game, game has Jordan. turned wild. This Chicago Blackhawks Capitals game. As Jared and I, if you couldn't tell, our pauses have been to these goals. It's now seven or six five. After right. it was 4-2 and we started. Yes. Wish I would have bet the over. That's all I'll say. Our final topic, topic number 10, and it's great that Mike came. Yes. Is the potpourri. We're going to mash ah. the two together. Of us talking, a little broom ball. Mm-hmm. As well as... They need a goalie. As Yes, they do. That looks like the Blackhawks need a goalie. As well as what I like to call Iron Chef Jared. And a little little beer. A little, little beer? The food and beer was going to be one and. And broom ball is going to be another, but we added a little extra, a little extra baseball talk because so we're really rolling on that.
1: We did, we did. We'll so, start with broom ball. All right. So, it, it, my favorite thing to talk about, always, always in forever, um, is we play a game called broom ball. And if you don't know what it is, it's modified hockey. Yes. You play on tennis shoes, and we're lucky enough still on ice, still on ice. With um, looks like a lacrosse stick with like a sh- little shovel with holes on it in the yep. end and a size one soccer ball. We only play eight games a year, split into two seasons of four. Which we won't get into that. Yeah. But it's one of those where people ice go, time's expensive. It is. Yeah. What the hell is broomball? And it's probably my favorite sport I've ever played. So much so that last year when we played, we were orange and black, and I said, "No way in fuck am I wearing anything flyers related." <laughs> And I wore my Penguinis jersey so much so that I repainted a helmet old school Kenny Regger Guys, we are we're two and zero right now. Yep. In season two, season two we, we went lost one the
0: championship last. We year.
1: did, and we and on a one goal piss ass game. Yep. Um, we're two and zero. We went one one and one last season.
0: Already better than last year.
1: Already better than last year. <laughs> now, interestingly enough, and, and Mike. To cue in on this, if if I'm correct, and I think we should do something called Sundays with PSL, we'll get you, me, Mike, and Seth on a that'd be a fun on a that pod, be a
0: fun pod, fun ideas. This could be the precursor. So if, regardless of what we do, Thursday night at nine, yes, because the team we're playing is two and zero. Oh. This is just a
1: practice game because we have the El Capitan here. Yes. W- what do you think is going to happen on Thursday? Give give us the DL. So
2: the question is, should we should we play around have some fun or should should we actually take this seriously and scout them out? Yeah.
0: Ooh. I think we should scout them out, and I think we should still have fun. We should stay loose, keep everybody engaged. Um, I think still keep you in goal. I know we messed, we joked around We do about, joked around about, about having a, a goal. different goal about having a different goalie so that <laughs> They don't know what hit him in the championship game.
2: Worst case scenario, Jared gets injured because he falls on his ass for the first time, actually being yeah, exactly, yeah, on the ring.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, I think. Yeah, I think we we still have fun. We we try. I mean, I think we tr- keep trying what we've been doing. So to clue everybody in, it was a one nothing game, especially in the first half. We had a lot of really good scoring chances. But what was the time in the zone though? Out of a forty-minute game? Yeah, the NHL time on attack
1: we would have had.
2: Here's the thing: same thing was the case in the championship game we lost last. Season. And yeah. that was just
1: a piddly ass goal that went in. I had yep. my hand on it. So, so I think the big
2: thing in broom ball is gotta capitalize on it. Yeah, you do. absolutely.
1: And let's you don't get many. Can we talk about your snipe of a goal, short side?
2: Yeah. It was uh, nice. I'd love to see the replay on it. That's it was. Awesome. It was good. It, it was good. Was good.
1: The, it was good from the bench. He dangled yeah. real quick, short dangle, short side, and then just
0: bang right oh, top yeah. right. Corner. It was nice. Yeah, it was you. I forget who was trailing you, and I, I think, I think it was Chicho. Out, it might have been Chicho, and I yelled. I yelled to Chicho to move center, and Mike moved center and goes little L one right stick, little little backhand top shelf. It was a beaut.
1: It, it it was good, and I think coming to this Thursday, I, I think it, we'll see what we can do. Um, yeah. Shout out to Mike's girlfriend Lauren for being the defensive specialist, the oh, yeah. libero on our team. Yeah, she
0: she is the she is a Norris
1: Norris oh, favorite. Absolutely. Uh, Andrew Plumley might get the Lady Bing, but yeah. he almost hit a chick in the face the other day with yeah. with a stick. Yeah, so that's probably going away. He's
0: getting the Steve Dennison Winnetka Pee Wee Hockey League Award. <laughs> No, seriously, my uncle still My uncle who's fifty-five still owns the Winnetka, Illinois peewee hockey record for penalty minutes. Nothing wrong with a good Pims. Yeah. Oh, my grand The funniest is my grandparents had the plaque in their house. My grandmother'd be like, I don't know why the hell we have it. My grandfather loved it. Uh but yeah, as we're as we're wrapping up, maybe we just we extended a little bit. Let's yeah. let's talk a little Iron Chef Jerry. Oh, okay. What do you got on for us? For right. the last for for this afternoon, give so, us a little clue. Bonus! It's almost the the off season stadium snack here at, at Jared's.
1: As we see Tave score his second goal and is now seven to five. Yeah, wow! Hawks with five oh three left in the game. Yeah, um, this
2: reminds me of Game One of the two thousand and ten Stanley
0: Cup. It, yeah, 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 absolutely. Thing.
1: So as we're sitting here, it's um, a little bit more freezer space lately, yep. which has been nice. I decided to make a big old pot of chili, and we're talking like Whoa. cauldron. So we we went with, we do three types of meats in this chili. All so, right, so
0: what, are we, what are we looking forward to?
1: You start with a three pounds of thick-cut hickory smoked bacon. Mm-hmm. Take that out, and then with a little bit of the grease left, you do your onions. Oh, no. Was it a hattie? I think I might have misspoke. It was a hattie, boys. It was boys. a hat trick, yeah. It was a hattie. Um, Red and green peppers, a little red onion, a little bit of garlic. Ooh. Cook that down. Garlic powder
0: g- or actual garlic?
1: Actual Close. garlic. We add a little bit more garlic. Salt later on. We, we go ah, for it. Alright, alright. So then from there we add in stew beef. We cook the stew beef up, not all the way through, you want a little bit of the, the juice in there. Okay. Then you start putting in your beans. Ooh. Light red kidney beans, dark red kidney beans, big old cans of, it. and then a little small can, then three cans Hell of black yeah. beans, two cans of garbanzo beans, one a little different this time. Frozen corn, green chilies, then all the spices. And and then you do it a little bit, and then I throw the masa in there too. Thicken it up. Let that boil for a little bit. Taste it. A little parsley, you know, go through there, salt and pepper. Raw ground beef to end it out. Mm. Thickens it up. It's kind of like a Wendy's chili, as Mike was talking about the other night, his favorite chili. Wendy's chili is fantastic. It's delicious. And you go from there with it. So we're having some of that today. Mike brought us some Santucci's pizza. Which uh, is a delicious square pie with the cheese on the bottom, a mm-hmm. little bit of sauce on top. I would say I forget what uh the Prez gave it the other day. I think he gave it a was yeah. it a seven nine or an eight three, something like that.
0: I forget what he gave it. He, it, yeah. it was a high rating. It yeah. was pretty good. I just remember he gave the Lorenzo's review. Lorenzo's was, he, 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 he did a sturdy with, with the how oh, Jeffreys. Um,
1: but I think coming up, maybe for the stadium series game. I might make some Iron City beer brats.
0: Ooh, that sounds fantastic.
1: Have not done them in a while, but the Iron City beer brats, and one more thing I might do before all is said and done with the winter out, might be make some gravy. I mean, I I don't go, I you know, there's a little bit of a base of a ragu. Yeah, how, yeah, how and, do you make the gravy? It's... Sell I, me your gravy. Sell me your gravy. All right, so I'm... I start with the ragu, a little base, because I'm not squeezing the tomatoes. I'm 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 not not Italian. I'm German, Scotch, Irish. A little bit of peppers and onions. Then you deglaze with a little bit of spumante, osti spumante, just a little bit. Okay. Ground beef in there, too. Then you pour everything in, make it nice. At the end, you pour in the rest of the bottle of osti, so no sugar. Make it a little spicy, put in some sweet Italian sausages and hot Italian Italian sausage. That's how you end it out. Yeah. We eat well. I love it. You guys are going to eat well today with the chili, the Santucci's. Yeah. Uh, we got some chips floating around here, and all the beer and some cider. Hell yeah! For some folks, Mike, Mike especially. So, so we're going to close it out talking a little beer. So, so beers. What what have we, what have we had here? My favorite beer. I think I found it. Yeah. High West Whiskey Barrel Aged Victory at Sea from Ballast Point. That sounds fantastic. The regular victory at sea is a coffee vanilla porter. Ooh. They put it in the high west whiskey and bourbon or in the rye barrels. Takes it from a ten to a twelve percent. A little caramely, a little bourbon Little coffee E. Love it. A little vanilla E oh. E. Yeah, almost as good as the Sunday Sunday morning stout that you get from Wirebachers, yep. which is a twelve percent stout in a bourbon barrel. Get drunk off pancakes. That's that is going to be, that's my beer recommendation, 2018, Victory at Sea, Barrel Aged, High West.
0: Love it. I had at the beginning of this, the Breckenridge Brown Ale. Mm-hmm. I'd had it before uh, when I was out in Breck a couple weeks ago visiting my sister, but mm-hmm. it was, it's very good canned. I'd only had it in draft previous, so if you can find that, Breckenridge, when they, the beers they send out uh, to us, mm-hmm. East Coast earners, yes. uh, very good, very, very good selection. So I highly recommend checking that out. Um, and we were checking out our. our oh, Mike, oh, your recommendation. Yeah, just see their review, I'll please. I'll see
2: Well, my favorite cider lately has been at this uh, place down in South Philly. Just opened. It's called uh, Hail and True. And just their traditional old dry cider. That's nice. all I need. Oh! I keep it simple.
0: All right. That's good to know. I was also at Love City last night. Ah! Love City Brewery. They have. I forget. I forget the actual name of it, but it was a beer. It's a coffee stout, basically, oh. but it was steeped Ooh, in oh. actual cold brew.
2: Ooh.
0: Yeah, it was very good. Uh, if you go there, I believe it's through Elixir Coffee. Nice. Uh, so check that out if you ever get to, get to go to Love City here in Philadelphia. And that's that's gonna do it. We gave you an eleventh topic. We we, we did so as a matter. So we're gonna have to edit it. the title of the I, episode. Yeah, yeah, we're, yeah, So
1: before before we get out of here, yeah. Yes, Monday's um, headlines today. Monday's old, headlines old today. Old Brasillo and Canell topic. Mike, since you are the guest guest, yes. Since I'm the guest,
2: I got the favorites today. Oh, favorites, all favorites. Hard to go against the Saints in New Orleans. Oh yeah. And I do think that Mahomes is going to provide the magic to top three. Mm-hmm. That would
0: be a pretty be pretty incredible. My headline though, easy breezy Brady. Wow. Yeah.
1: Maybe he's born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. I don't know. So, Jordy, I, I, I think as we look at it here, Jared Goff, not double the fun like me with two R's, one R Jared. I think it's too much for him right now. And, and, and you're going, it's not going to work out. And, and McVeigh, if anybody has seen his wife's T-shirt, um, Mr. McVeigh with uh, his wife said McVeigh yeah. with a heart on with his face. I think Drew Brees, it's just Drew Brees. Yeah, it's, he's a hell of a quarterback. As much as, and as much as, once again, Matty D is not here. Fake Matty D. Fake Matty Matty D. D.
0: Real Matty D is probably at this Blackhawks game.
1: And now it is to 8-5. Yep. And you'll end on that as well. As much as he loves Darth Belichick and Man Rock and Tom Brady,
0: more, more Brady. He's a yeah, check.
1: I'll tell you what, man. I th- it's going to be a hell of a close game. It's going to be
0: a fun game. Both games are going to be fun.
1: I think Big Red does it. I think him and the Wonder Kid, Patrick yeah. Mahomes, using some of his dad's experience from uh, the MLB playoffs. Yeah. I think it's going to happen. I this think it's going to be fun rolling. to listen
0: to when I edit this after the games. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's going to do it for us. As always, make sure you like, share, subscribe mm-hmm. to the podcast. Again, the bullpen cart on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. Mm -hmm. Still waiting to hear from Spotify. ThunderBLG on Twitter. Sports on Instagram. Jared, thank you for hosting us. It was a ton of fun. Absolutely. Mike, thank you for popping in. My pleasure. And let's go watch some football. That's going to do it for us. And go sports. Stay classy, Philly.